Hey, my friends, thanks so much for joining me for this episode of Real Life Talk. Really appreciate you guys for being here. I'm pumped that you're here to check out this conversation. For this episode, I'm welcoming back to the podcast a good friend of mine and a regular on this show, Josh Whippy. Josh is a pastor. He's a youth leader, worship leader, and uh, just an awesome guy. We always have a good time chatting. I'm going to be upfront with you. This conversation is about 90 minutes of nothing just nothing we don't really talk about anything and it was a fun conversation a lot of people got involved and sent in comments while we were talking and we had a really really good time i think i hope it's entertaining and uh, i think there's some value here but um we never really did get into anything quote unquote uh, spiritual so i don't know if this episode is going to encourage you in any way or not but uh i sure had a good time and uh, hope you enjoy it thank you guys so much for being here appreciate you guys so much um if you do like the content, please consider subscribing, sharing, or leaving a review, and that truly means the world to me. So thanks so much, and uh, now please join me in welcoming back to the podcast again, Josh Whippy. All right, so we are live, I believe. Oh, I'll double check wonderful. in a second. We are live. I forgot I had uh, disabled the intro video, so I was expecting there to be some some music at the beginning here, but it didn't happen. So, But we're, we're rolling, man. It's What's all up, good. Bud? We don't need that song anyway. We don't need that song. I'm getting sick of that song. I need a new song. Yeah, you I need do. a new song. Oh, do you want to write me a song? Sure. Right now? Would you do that? Not right now. Okay. But, I mean, if you um... want to. <laughs> I meant like with your guitar is what I meant. So What rhymes with Duke? <laughs> Fluke. Lots Rebuke. of Lots of Lots of bad, you know, bad sounding words rhyme with Duke. <laughs> Rebuke the duke that's that's the title i'm, I'm that's, thinking it might have to have a little country vibe that's the gist of this podcast <laughs> country vibe you, you know go. me so well yeah man perfect <laughs> you're in the dirty south man yeah it's true that's very true um but yeah i i don't, I don't know why i didn't think about that before but i i want i'd love to pursue that if you're down to write me some intro music <laughs> i'll try i need to write myself some songs too i haven't okay. done that in a long time okay i'll do it yeah um, do you play guitar a lot still uh i played yesterday at church for the first time in like i think several months and it was cool it felt it felt good um and i play for youth group and stuff but that it doesn't feel it's just that's just part of my job you know okay do you do you play like on your own at home not really no not so much i anymore. probably should no i don't i don't know i don't feel like doing it i guess i don't know why i was just I, thinking um I, I was just thinking about putting uh, i don't like my guitar is in a case in my closet and mm -hmm. so i i rarely take it out but i was just thinking the other day i was like i should just get a stand for it and leave it in my room set and that way i would grab it more and then i'd be more likely to play it i'd probably play it every day if if it was accessible and i was and i just walk past it like i'd probably pick it up all the time so I maybe think you I'm, should do, do that the uncle jesse thing where he you know around his room that he had those like the you know the stands or whatever that uh, they hang on the walls <laughs> yeah dude uncle jesse Uncle Jesse, I was actually thinking Last about that this morning. I was thinking, like, I've heard that it's not really good for your guitar to be on the wall, but I'm not <clears> sure <throat> if that's true. But if oh, you really? had if you had one you didn't care so much, you know, or whatever, it seems like it would be a good idea. These days I have one guitar and I care about it a lot. Mm. <laughs> so what is it? 
Is it a Taylor or a Martin? It's 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 the Taylor that yeah. I have. Um, yeah, it's the only guitar that I still have. I don't even remember, man. After moving, like going to Mexico and then going back to New Jersey and then coming to Alabama, I had like three other guitars. I had like a really cheap acoustic guitar, which was the one that I learned on as a teenager. And then I had an Ovation, which was also pretty cheap. Hmm. And then I had an electric guitar. And all I don't know what happened. I don't know where they are. For the life of me, wow. I can't remember where they ended up. I had a really... Um, Pretty pretty nice Marshall amp that I lent to a friend who shall rename, remain nameless, and uh, <laughs> he watched gone. it for me while I was in Mexico, and uh, it is gone. It's gone, and I, I'm never getting it back. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> yeah, I've had a, I have a couple of those things, but have you ever lost something and then you get it? Like you you lent it to somebody or you did something and then you totally forgot that you lent it to them. Like you had no idea that you did it. You ever have those? And then oh, yeah. then yeah. all of a sudden they show up with that. Like this happened to me the other day. I was thinking like I've been thinking for the last couple of months, like where is my office? Like my box set of the <laughs> office. I've been looking for it everywhere. Oh, yeah. And I kind of give up on it. And then my pastor's wife came and gave me a box of them all and said, hey. This is for when we had COVID a couple years ago or whatever, and you gave it to us. So, you know, like for entertainment purposes, totally. Oh, I remember that now. But at the time, at the time, I couldn't remember who I lent it out to. And I thought it was just gone. So I love when they show up like that. Oops, dude. I have so many things. Um, there's the there's our, our token phone call. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta unplug this stupid thing. I, I uh I have so many things like that, man, from again from moving back in the day that I just don't I don't know if I just wasn't paying attention or I, I don't mm -hmm. know, but like I had a whole I had a whole brown grocery bag <laughs> of um like old school Disney VHS. Ooh. And I really wish I could remember like find who has that. Because, mm. I mean, if it's still there, I would really like to get those back because some of those um, I know are probably worth some money and stuff like that. It's all the originals, like all the original like Lion King and Little Mermaid and like all that. Those all are that worth stuff. money? I don't know. I don't know. But I know. I don't know. But I know I've got the original like, you know, like I'm not to be crude, but the original like Little Mermaid one that has like the oh. weird stuff on the front the of it phallus. yes <laughs> yeah the phallus yes. shapes <laughs> yeah you know that's true too i always thought that was like an internet rumor but it's true those it's guys true. are kind of scummy it's on there yep kind of scummy like but then again if you think about stuff. like if they were in their 20s right early 20s mm -hmm. and they were just single guys they're like hey i wonder if we get away with putting this in you know what i mean like i'm sure that they there was some some of that immature goofing around stuff going on yeah, it's funny how you expect people. I think growing up, like I expected people to be adults and to be mature, but then I get grown up and I still don't feel like a grown up. And <laughs> like, all right, I guess nobody's a grown up. There aren't that many grown ups anymore. Like, there's some people that I look at, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a grown up. Like, that's a real adult human person. Right. But doesn't most feel of like my it. friends. <laughs> doesn't feel like we are. It feels like I'm, it feels like I'm. <clears throat> still in my early twenties at times, you know, 
It's it's still yeah. if it still feels like that. Yeah. Uh, I had I I had one of those moments where I had to show some identification to prove I was over the age of twenty one the other day. Uh-huh. And it was the weirdest <laughs> feeling when she told me it was okay that she she knew I was over twenty one. And I'm like, <laughs> there was a part of me that died. Is yes. um, you know, there's so many stupid things too that like, do you know a lighter you have to have you have to be over eighteen for or whatever. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Yeah. Lighters. Like there's certain kind of like chemicals that you have to that you have to have that for too. Like stuff. Um, I can't remember what what it is. At least here in New York State. There's a bunch of like weird things that I didn't know you had to have ID for. Hmm. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I had I had a similar experience to that. My wife is in the background yelling at me like I'm not on a live stream right now. So give oh, that's me one awesome. Second. That's awesome. Speaking Spanish. Hang on a sec. What machine? Oh, well, how much is it? I mean, how much water is it? <laughs> Apparently, we've got a leak going on in the kitchen right now. Real live talk. Okay. <laughs> we'll figure it out. This is real live talk. <laughs> real live talk, is, ladies and gentlemen. This is as real as, real as it gets. <laughs> uh, I, I was going to say that I... Um, <laughs> she's like, she's still going. Wow, <laughs> she's upset because the coffee, the the Keurig, just uh, she was trying to make a cup of coffee, and I guess it overflowed, and uh, <laughs> and she was, I'm talking about you, honey. It's okay though. She was she was talking to me like like about she's got an emergency. <laughs> she's got an emergency in the kitchen, and the emergency that is. She doesn't have coffee now. I'm like, okay. oh my gosh! <laughs> hey, if you need to take care of that, I can run the podcast for a few minutes. I know you can. I, I don't know. I'll, I'll, we'll, I'll, I'll play it by ear. We'll see how it goes. Um, it, also, she's listening to us in the kitchen. So oh, anyway, wonderful. I, <laughs> I, I was gonna say I had a moment like that recently as well. Because if my wife and I um, go somewhere, like I mean, for for just whatever it is, like she always will they'll always ask her for id um but it it like just started where and this comes up so rarely that it's not even a thing but um yeah i think for the first time i went somewhere (laughs) i started to i don't remember remember what i was what i was needing it for but i was i started to pull out my id and then they didn't ask for it and i was like yeah it's like my heart you died my heart sank a little bit i used to be told there when I worked, I, I think up until a few years ago, uh, there would be people that would meet me and, you know, some of the older variety of, of people would say like, wow, you're, you're really young for a pastor, you know? And I used mm-hmm. to not like that, but now that I'm not getting that anymore, I'm kind of like, man, I kind of, kind of miss that. I kind of miss yeah. being the young pastor guy. <laughs> it's like I'm you killing know? it right now. Yeah. I'm ahead of it's my great. time. It's like, now we're just normal people. They used to tell us when I worked in restaurants, they used to tell us to card, at least that Olive Garden where I worked, they told us to card everybody who looked like they were under 50. Hmm. That's probably safer to do. So just to be like absolutely safe. And then people would get mad at me because like I would card somebody who was like 45 (laughs) and they wouldn't have their ID and then they'd get mad because once you ask for it Mm -hmm. and they don't have it, you can't serve them. And so they'd get mad at me for just like, you know. Well, my, my uncle owns like a, like a little general store kind of thing. 
and they've had their liquor license taken away multiple times and um, their cigarettes and Mm. tobacco products taken away as well, just because they got a sting, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And there was a guy in the last uh, little village that I lived in. Uh, he he like got in the he like made the news like he was in the the local news because he was like selling to underage kids and not knowing he was he's weird too um this guy's like a a gypsy like a modern day gypsy he's pretty wild um yeah but uh yeah i kind of felt bad for him he got like criminal charges and fines and lost his job and all that kind of stuff and it really wow. i mean it wasn't like he was trying to uh take advantage of the system it was just unfortunately you know, mm. he wasn't paying it yeah. close enough attention. So, yeah, but here's the deal. I found this out when they do these sting operations, they never bring in somebody who looks 21. So they like if a kid has a beard and he's or, you know, cigarettes used to be 18. It's 21 now. But if a kid had a beard, they weren't going to send that kid in because it was like unfair. Do you know what I mean? Right. At least the right. guy I talked to who does this, who used to do that for a living. So they won't send in, <laughs> you know, the 14 year old who has a full grown beard. Like they're, they're going to try to be, uh, you know, take Obvious. the 14 year old that, ob- yeah, that yeah. those kinds of things. So once you know that you're like, you know, you probably had no excuse. Yeah. You, yeah, you shouldn't have fallen for it. Yeah. Cause I guess they're, they're not, so they're not trying to entrap like entrapment style right. people. Right. But, but right. Uh, yeah, so it's like this is obvious that you should not have made that mistake. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man, like where I where I worked, there there was zero tolerance, like like anything, even a mistake. If you, because um, it it happened a couple times where somebody accidentally brought the wrong drink to the wrong table, and uh, like sat it in front of somebody who was a minor, um, or even even that, and even if they don't drink it, like they people would get fired for that. Um, wow. If it was if it was noticed by what was that the Olive know, Garden somebody and made it back to manager. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's right. That yeah, was, was that. Great. How long did you work there, man? Uh, here in Mobile, I worked there for. Uh, I'm trying to remember. A good, good, four or five years. It was mm. a while. Is yeah. the is it like is that the same like? Because I know you guys have that soup and salad deal. Does that actually bring <laughs> in? Does do you make good money during lunch? For that during the weekdays hit or miss yeah it, it was pretty hit or miss um but yeah like on on in the evening shifts you do better for sure right but i would actually work i would what i would do uh, i would try to i would work doubles mm. and um i don't know it, it's always a a game with the scheduling so like what i would do is i would just have them schedule me for lunch shifts and then usually if i wanted to I'd be able to just stay and keep working through. And so what I would do is just, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't, a lot of times I wouldn't take a break. So I would kind of be on the later lunch shift. Mm. So I could kind of work through the time and then just kind of keep going through. But then because I did that, they would let me go kind of be like the first person to leave. So it worked out pretty well. Like I would try to, you know, finagle my way around. So (laughs) I'd work from like 11 to like eight yeah, and basically get both of the, big rushes of the day and uh you know we just kind of cool kind of make it work for me i never served i never was a server uh i always felt like i would be good at good at it but um Mm -hmm. i i don't know why i never did my wife did for many years um she was she was a server that was her job through college and that kind of stuff but 
Uh, I mean, the closest thing I was to that was working for Papa John's and delivering pizzas. That would probably uh, be. Okay. Yep. Yeah. That was a good gig, though, man. I made good money doing that. Yeah, bro. I enjoyed awesome. it, too. I, Myrtle Beach. My, it was perfect. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I did. Um, I, I worked. The first restaurant I worked at was the Melting Pot. Do you know what that is? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So we that was in New Jersey. And man, we cleaned up there. We made good yeah. money. But that's a hard job. That's a hard as far as serving jobs go. That's a hard job. Yeah, because you have to do a lot as a server. You have to do a lot. You spend a lot of time at the tables because you're doing a lot of explanation. You're like cooking stuff at the table with them. You're <laughs> explaining everything like there's safety involved. Like There's all kinds of <laughs> stuff that you have to do. And so when you get like several tables, you can really get into the weeds quick. And uh, but that, that was a, it was a fun job, but it was it was it was rough. But we made good money there because, you know, yeah. Like once I had been there for a little while and got some seniority, we would, uh, you know, we'd get kind of first uh, priority on like large parties and stuff like that. And when you put like automatic gratuity on a table and that's a restaurant where people order a lot of wine and all that kind of stuff. And so we were mm. making pretty good money back then. My that was my... like the year that, that was actually while I was at Elam. Um, oh, I really? started. Yeah, I started with. Um, did you know hot? Where's that? Uh, well, I mean, I was in New Jersey. It was like I oh. started there while I was attending Elam, but gotcha. it was like the summer before my senior year. I started working there, and then I would they let me work there, coming home on breaks and stuff like that. And then mm -hmm. after graduation and all that, then I went and I was working there pretty much full time for about a year, you know, up until the time when I got married, and then we came down to Mexico and all that kind of stuff. So it was wow. a good like in between job to have. And they were only open at dinner. They were only open. They don't do lunch. Oh, just yeah, dinner, that's so. right. Yeah, that's yeah. not bad. That's not bad. Yeah, my wife did. She she did like a seafood buffet place for like a long time. Um, and that was when we lived down south. And then when we came up here, uh, she started hitting up some more like upscale higher end, you know, where the ticket's going to be a little bit higher. Um, yep. And uh, she enjoyed that. I mean, it definitely it got us got us through uh, until she was teaching full time. And then even then, before children, she was doing it sometimes nights or weekends just to make some extra extra bucks, even when she was a teacher. So it wasn't bad. Did you ever do like Uber or anything like that? No, I never got into that. that my brother did a little bit. Uh, my brother's done a little bit of everything. He'd be an interesting person to have on here someday. But uh <laughs> Yeah, he's, well, he's, why am I talking to you then? Yeah, I don't know. Get your brother in here. <laughs> I can tell you all about him. No, I'm just uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. actually, um, yeah, my favorite my favorite job was definitely like I loved the pizza game. That was just fun. Uh, but I would say I've had so many different jobs. The least favorite job I've ever had in the, my whole mm -hmm. life was Chick-fil-A. And I just love it too much to hate it, man. I just can't. Wow. I didn't like it. They, ugh, I was only there for two days and then I quit. <laughs> I couldn't do it. Are you sure this you gave not it my calling? It's a fair chance. In yeah. Two days? Dude, seriously, I shaved the first day and I came into work the oh. second day and he was like, oh, you still, you have a little stubble. I'm like, it's a day. Like, are you kidding me? And he made me go oh. home and shave. 
And then I was delivering like chicken sandwiches to these punks at Coastal Carolina University. I'd have to okay. like bring like, you know, um, tons of like coolers full of them and bring them to, and to drop them off at that school so that they could sell them. And that sucks, man. I hated it because I, I just got out of college and here I am serving college students like it just yeah it was that it was just i i was only doing it because my buddy my roommate his father owned that he was the the operator or whatever for that chick-fil-a um that Mm -hmm. was literally in front of our house so that was the only reason why i did it but everything i hated the uniforms everything was like i don't i love this place too much to hate it so yeah yeah. Yeah. I was really only helping out a little bit, but I couldn't do it. And then like John Chapel worked there too. He was there for like six months. I just couldn't I couldn't do it. That was my shortest job I've ever had. Was that <laughs> two days. Chick-fil-A, yeah. Two days. <laughs> yeah. And then, I don't even know if I finished the second day. I think after the first day I already knew. You're like, I'm out. Well, why waste your time if you know? You yeah. Know? I had a job like when I did my internship, so after my freshman year at Elam, I did an internship with Josh Hogan camp. We were in Tampa working with a youth ministry and they got us jobs. Well, they said they were getting us jobs, but we still had to go there and like interview and like, mm. you know, go through the process of, of getting hired. But, uh, we got jobs at, um, Bush gardens, Oh, wow. And so I was working on a roller coaster called the Shikra, which was the new roller coaster at the time. And it was there were aspects of it that were really, really fun. But anyway, I just bring that up because they did the same thing. It was like I had to we had little we had lockers and we got to the point where we had to like keep razors in the lockers because if we had any kind of like stubble on our face, like we had to shave like it was a very, Mm -hmm. you know, we had to wear these like weird kind of like. It's like shorts with like a tucked in kind of almost like Hawaiian looking shirt, but like kind of like the uh, not Hawaiian, but kind of like looks like palm tree type. Yeah. things. Very, very touristy. busy kind of a shirt. Touristy yeah. shirt. That kind of stuff. And uh, what? And it was so hot. It was like summer in Tampa. So it was like 900 degrees every day. Uh, it would also rain a lot, though, which was nice uh, because the rides would get shut down. Mm. And so that was kind of like a break. But what was really fun was working the early shift and then getting in there first and like having to test drive the roller coasters. Oh, uh, yeah, that part. I don't know really if I. I don't know if I'd want to test drive. It. It was just. It's such an amazing feeling, like being the only person on a ride, like on a roller coaster, being the only person on it, and the park is empty. Wow. And so you don't hear any screaming. You don't, you know, you don't hear any of that. You just get like these cool views. And, you know, if you like that kind of stuff, like the rush of the ride, you know, which I, I love, <laughs> I've always loved it. Then it, it was, it was so much fun. Definitely the best part of the, yeah, I guess there is the thing in the, in your mind of like, I'm the person testing this out, but it, it worked yesterday. So, I mean, it probably works. <laughs> like, you know, probably nothing happened overnight. Do you know, do you know Darien Lake? Do you remember that? Darien Lake? I've actually, I know what you're talking. I've actually never been. So it's a six, it's a six flags now. Mm -hmm. And they had, um, they have the Superman, which used to be called the ride of steel or whatever. I don't know what it's called now. It might be the ride of steel again. They lost, they lost their six flags thing. And then six flags came back. So, oh yeah, whatever it's, but it's like, 
it's it's ridiculous it doesn't go upside down or anything but it goes like straight down and it's definitely scary uh it's one of the scariest rides i've ever been on but that might be because of what i'm about to tell you so there was this guy that this vet that came and he had no legs um you know somebody who who'd served our country and had had an accident and uh he had no legs but he wanted to ride and they told him sir technically you're not tall enough to ride and he was like i would if i had my legs and they're like oh you, okay. you can't ride this ride like it's like the the way that it braces you is down on the on your thighs you yeah. know what i'm talking about so yeah mm-hmm. so unfortunately um he won and got to ride it and died are you serious yep he fell out yep Oh, the, like, and it wasn't even at the scariest part. It was at the very end where it just goes down and up, down and up, down and up. He just got loose and passed away. So, yeah, that's scary because uh, people die, have died on these things. Yeah. This is like, yeah, wild. And then they got this 16 year old punk or 22 year old, you know, Duke running. <laughs> like, you're good, man. Yeah, bro. You're good. Yeah, bro. yeah it's like these kids. Yeah, it's it's so crazy. I mean, on that one, I remember there were a lot of kind of like fail safes in place. Like we had on that ride, we had I think there were four there were four of us running the ride, like as far as getting people loaded up. So we'd all go around. And yeah, that's the thing, man, is like going around and checking the harnesses. Like so you pull on each one, you pull on the seatbelt and make sure that they're, you know, snug. Sometimes you'd be pushing them in a little bit more, make sure they're a little bit tighter, that kind of thing. And I just remember that stuff always, always terrified me because I'm always like a double and triple checker with like anything in my life. And I'm like, this is people's lives. <laughs> like, I want to make sure that everything's good. And then we all had to like, I think, push a button at the same time in order mm-hmm. for the thing to dispatch. And so it was a whole thing. There was a lot. Of, then there was someone up in the actual control room like above us that was like letting it go. And so there was a lot of that kind of stuff. But we still had to. Yeah. Like if somebody's harness was loose or something like that. I mean. I, I remember one time being in a situation on a boardwalk ride where like we were upside down and like my thing was like loose. Like I, right. I was like <laughs> I was terrified uh, for my life in that moment. But Ugh. that was a boardwalk thing. So, that you know, they're not quite as highly regulated. Uh, no, it's like that's like the <laughs> carnivals. Right. Yeah. We actually have. Basically. I feel like I've told you this before, but we actually have a like a family in my church that owns a uh, like a carnival company. Oh yeah. They're, they're carnies. Awesome. Yeah. They're straight That's up awesome. carnies. And Sweet. you know, they even tell me it's like trying to find people who will do that for a living. It's you're not getting the, the greatest <laughs> yeah. workforce, you know, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a little risky, you know? Yeah. But they, they do that for, and they're a huge blessing to the church too, because there's multiple times where they have given us like every year they give us, uh, a water slide bounce house and another bounce house for our picnic. And uh, when we've done like VBS things, like we just did one, which uh, had like a train theme, uh, they donated like a train ride, you know, for one of yeah. like just cool stuff like that. Uh, they've done over the years, multitude, you know, tons of like blow up stuff. Cause they do that on the side as well. Rentals. Um, and the best thing is they do food. So when I ever like whenever we go to like some kind of like, you know, festival or carnival and they're there, 
it's like unlimited whatever i want it's crazy it's not good for me but uh man fried dough is fried dough i mean just call it what it is <laughs> fried dough is legit <laughs> <laughs> fried dough is fried dough yep so uh how's your heart today man my heart <laughs> so 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 legitimately as uh, somebody uh so, I don't remember who I was listening to. Somebody said that recently they were saying uh, that in their relationship with their with their spouse that uh, they started asking that question. How's your heart instead of instead of. So in other words, instead of just asking, like, how are you? But hmm. you can just say, I'm fine. You know, they're just like kind of adding that intentionality of uh, just like asking somebody, um, hey, like, how's your heart today? So it's kind of like it makes you think a little bit more. Of like, oh, like I probably need to actually give a, a real reason and not just uh, say, oh, my heart's good and move on. But anyway, um, I meant well, that... now I'm thinking about it. Hold on. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I meant I, I was I was thinking along the lines of, uh, you know, Buffalo. Oh, <laughs> um, I was <laughs> hoping I you wouldn't you. bring that up. <laughs> we don't. Yeah, put the hood up. <laughs> I I told him that if I didn't want to talk about a subject, I'd put my hood up. So here we, we are. Along. No, I literally just it popped up on my Facebook feed just like like just now of uh, <laughs> saying that that um, I wanted to say Eli Manning. Uh, Daniel Jones had like 153 passer rating. And I was like, the dude only threw like seven pa- 17 wow. passes. <laughs> wow. But, uh, you know, I guess just it, it supposedly, I don't even know if it's accurate or not because Facebook doesn't always tell the truth, but it was like, um, they said it was like the highest passer rating of anybody this this season. And that's an extremely high passer rating. 150, mm-hmm. I think it was like 153.6. But uh, he only threw, I think, 17, but he was like 13 of 17, I think. And mm-hmm. uh, two touchdowns, no interceptions. So it was just like a mm-hmm. very... You know, very clean score, but he hardly threw. He didn't throw too many passes. Well, that's I think, honestly, that's where we I think the Buffalo Bills organization, the team needs to get to the point where Josh can't do everything. Mm. Um, Defenses are starting to play him very much like they did. Patrick Mahomes last year had a he struggled during the it's honestly looks very similar to what Josh is doing now. Last year, Pat Holmes was struggling with, you know, trying to force balls in the areas that he probably shouldn't. And defenses are just playing a shell. So they're just running a zone shell around them. So Josh isn't taking what the defense is giving him. He's literally uh, doing the same things he's always done, which is what Pat Mahomes did too. And the best quarterbacks always figure it out. He will. Um, He'll figure it out. But right now it's in that it's a different, it's just a different, thing and when you don't have a really good uh, established running game or an answer for that it it makes things a little challenging so mm. i feel like he he does a lot of hero ball tries to um tries to put the weight you know the weight of the world on his shoulders and then sure. that's what happened i mean i don't know if you saw after he threw the the last interception which was disgusting um yeah he just, i, I he, did see it it looks like he was hurt but it was really just mm-hmm. a broken he was just like yeah you could just see his heart was all messed up from it but you know um i'm trying to have a good attitude about it my daughter is trying to figure out why i'm upset when we're good and we're playing good games you know she's uh she's 10 and Mm -hmm. i I don't know what it is i think like you know you see this up there that on Mm -hmm. the top of my head here that's like a, a seat from that from that super bowl 
And yeah. it's like 26. That was the last time they were good. Do you know what I mean? Right. And yeah. During for, you know, 18 years, they were terrible. So when they'd lose games like this, it was like, ah, oh, what? Well, no big deal. You know, like, hey, they played a good game, you know, but now it's like, right. no, you win those games. It's just a weird. Yeah. It's a weird the expectations feel. are up. You know, yeah, and it, it it feels bigger too here in Western New York. It feels like your whole, um, mm. it just feels like your culture is hurting. It doesn't feel it's not just you. Yeah. It feels like mm-hmm. you know that everybody's going to be kind of bummed out at work tomorrow. Um, it, we just, I don't. It just feels more of like an identity of the Bills in Western New York. Like we don't have a lot of good things, um. And to have them good, it's just it it means so much to everybody. You can see it like I don't think it's like this in other other places, but I went to Dollar General yesterday and the lady that was mm-hmm. working there was in full garb, Bill's gear, painted face. And I'm like, I don't know if you get that. You might get that in Green Bay or something, but yeah, it feels yeah. like there's just something happening here where it's just wrapped up into our culture, our DNA. Um, that's why when people say it's just football, I'm like, ah, it's just, it's not though. There's more to this. Yeah. It's speaking. Yeah. 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 It's like the, the, what the sec says, like, it just means more, you know, yeah. that, cause that's how it is down here with Alabama. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't <laughs> care at all. Really? <laughs> I mean, I'm into it. I'm into it. You know, I'm, I love when into, LSU like, beat keep them. Up with it. <laughs> not so going to lie. Not going to lie. I, I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. Um, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I was, I was cracking jokes on, uh, on our, in our, in our church on Sunday morning. That <laughs> oh man, that's dangerous. That's dangerous. It is dangerous, Duke. It is dangerous because people don't really. I, I find it funny because I know I'm joking, but most people actually probably take it more serious than than anything. <laughs> They're like, yeah, yeah, I'm not over this yet. Um, I, but, I didn't it, it is similar to that though it's kind of like a college feel here in the nfl because yeah. we don't college football is not big i mean right UB exactly yeah. is our closest team is the university of buffalo and they've had okay seasons i mean that's where khalil mm-hmm. mack came from so yeah yeah we've had some years but it's not like you guys like yeah or lsu or any of like those big or when i was down in myrtle beach that was like the big thing. Like you got to pick a team and the two teams you could pick from were uh, Clemson Tigers and the Gamecocks. And I wasn't going right. to pick, I wasn't going to pick a team that was a chicken and said the word cock in it. So I picked, I picked the Tigers. <laughs> like, I don't want to have to regularly talk about this. <laughs> and I love the orange colors too, way better than that red, that burgundy reddish color. I yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Like that. So mm-hmm. I, I went with the Tigers when I was down there, when I was in Michigan, uh, that was, you know, you got to go with uh, Michigan State or Michigan University. So the Wolverines sound cool and they're blue. You know, I like their colors more. So that's literally yeah. everything is yeah. based on colors yeah. and, and their mascot. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Which, a Buffalo gravitate. Bill, what is that? I don't even know what a Buffalo yeah. Bill is. It's stupid. But yeah. I like it. I still gravitate toward the the up north teams. Like I always was into Penn State and Notre mm-hmm. Dame. And that's kind of who I liked growing up just for whatever reason. I mean, Penn State made sense because I was pretty, you know, not too far away in New Jersey from them. Never really cared about Rutgers, um, but like Penn State was was kind of my my college team. And again, I wasn't super into it because it was more I mean, people Mm -hmm. in New Jersey don't really care all that much about college football. Like I didn't really 
I was kind of into him. I think I had like uh, I had a, some gear, so like a little football with Penn State logo on it as a kid, which probably made me like, oh, yeah, that's my team kind of a thing. And I had mm-hmm. like a Notre Dame windbreaker jacket kind of a thing and so i mm. i was i got into no you have the starter football. half sip did you have yeah, the, the starter? starter yeah yeah the ha- yeah exactly with the, the little pocket with the, yep. i love those yep, man. The, front, I, the front the pouch in the front i had that one too i found it in the woods really yeah this is kind on, of a, on a on a dead person or or just lying <laughs> laying there <laughs> no this is kind of <laughs> this it's kind of sad actually because it was probably i probably i think i did something wrong but we were hiking in the Adirondacks and we're in the middle and we went off trail to go check out the, like, uh, we went to go check off like this Creek, right? Like this Creek that was around. And my dad yeah. was like, my dad was like, Hey, I think maybe there's some place we could swim or, uh, wash up a little bit. So we were hiking. So we went off the beaten trail and we went over and I see this like brand new starter, uh, half zipped hoodie that we're talking about. I see it hanging on a tree. And so I yell out, hello, anybody here? Those naturally occur in the wild. So right. that was, uh, it was that weird. was, that was, fair, that was fair game. Yeah. So it was just like hanging, like looked like it like fell off a pack or whatever, but we weren't on a trail. So I told my dad and he's like, well, let's take it. And then we'll leave a note at the entrance with our, you know, our phone number and our address this is before cell phones. But, you know, at least we can say at the entrance, like if they leave and they're looking for it when they sign out, because you're supposed to sign in and out, mm-hmm. that they'll see that we found the jacket and we'll give it to, we'll ship it to them or whatever. But nobody ever hit us up. So I got a, I got a free jacket. Hey, man. And I loved did. that thing, man. I love that thing. <laughs> it was like, I wore that for like two years all the time. My favorite one was that mm-hmm. Hornets, though, that, that hornets one was yep. sick my friend, those... my, my friend dan had that one my best friend everybody up, knows everybody knows somebody who had that i yep. think <laughs> yeah <laughs> did they not have them for like every team is that because because i feel like it's interesting that you know we both had the notre dame one and that we're very much aware of the hornets like th- there's certain ones that like i are very vivid that I, a lot of people had so but i, I feel like every team must have had them so those were the pop. That. Those were so popular, though. I feel like I don't know why. Well, it's like it, it was the colors. I don't know. The Fighting Irish were big in the nineties. Yeah, I mean, yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, Rudy helped that. Um, yeah. yeah, those those. I think especially like in that pop culture in the nineties that that those the Hornets were there. The Chicago Bulls. I remember seeing those a lot. But mm-hmm. no, they did. They must have had made them for all the all the franchises those are just the popular ones we saw you know yeah and then remember i remember i got a starter jacket it was my first one and it was a dallas cowboys one because for those who don't know i grew up liking both teams so yeah i wore it to school and this kid came up to me and was like starter huh <laughs> everybody knows apex is cooler i'm so mad burn apex do you remember apex i yeah i remember apex yeah yeah that was the that was that and then there was one more there was a couple of them that were big but starter was the big one starter was the big one and i don't know if you remember this back then but champion was a pretty big brand Mm -hmm. and then champion went like disappeared and now champion's huge and all the kids want to wear champion so that's crazy that is crazy i didn't know i actually i never knew that they like 
I well, I guess I never thought about it about them disappearing, but yeah, I I guess for a long time you didn't see it. Well, no, because they were. I'm thinking, yeah, they were in Walmart for they were like a Walmart brand, like you know Reebok is Walmart now, which is crazy, but they changed the logo a little bit. Like they're not gonna. I've noticed this. Like Champion, when they were with Walmart, they wouldn't use the actual champion logo they did like a secondary uh-huh. logo kind of okay. like how fender has squire right right yeah. so it right. feels like that but they still had the champion name but it wasn't the same kind of quality or whatever and then i feel like the same thing is with reebok because you look at it and that's not the the same logo i think they use it feels like it's a secondary oh. logo there's some kind of marketing thing in there because then because I'm sure this is going to happen. I'm sure that they're going to come back and they're going to be big again. But like Reebok was making, I mean, remember jerseys were Reebok. Everybody like like not too right. long ago, like in the 2000s, jerseys mm-hmm. were Reebok. So I don't know. Yeah, that's weird. I'd love to study brands someday. I like looking at those trends though and seeing what's going big again. I don't know if you've noticed this with the with the youths that they're wearing baggier the pants again. The pants are getting baggy. And I just Excuse I'm me. just telling you, dude, Jenkos are coming back. They're they're coming. And I'm gonna hate every second of it. I'm not ready for that, man. And I'm not gonna follow that trend. Bro, I used to, my pants were so baggy. Like mm-hmm. Were they called parachute pants? Like, like there, there are these pants. Our parents called them where, where, <laughs> where that were like parachute material. Yeah, right. Like, and then I don't they had know like how the to. I can't think how to describe them. Yeah, but the they, were very, and weird they were very, they were very expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, like as a teenager, you know, on teenager money, they were they were very expensive, and I would went get to Pack anyway, Sun. And I you had to go to Pack Sun, bro. Yeah, man. Pack Sun was my store. They always had Pac-Sun, weird zippers Pac-Sun though. And lids for hats were like my oh, my yeah. two my two spots at the mall. They always had weird zippers though. <clears throat> those parachute pants. Oh, it's they like, had zippers what, everywhere. What's, what's this zipper for? I don't know. It's, it looks yeah, cool. Zippers everywhere, like like halfway down the calf. <laughs> halfway like down the calf. There. <laughs> In case your calf what? needs to breathe. You never know. So so you're so you're finding that the the bagginess is is coming back around. Yeah, and bowl cuts. Bowl cuts, dude. I'm telling you, I there was a kid in my church, not kid. He's like 17, 18, uh-huh. and I saw him yesterday, and he had a flipping bowl cut. I'm like, this kid is parting his hair down the middle, and it looks like a bowl. It's not technically a bowl cut, uh-huh. but it looks like it. And I'm like, what? We've gone through this before. We don't have to go here again. <laughs> these are not. These are like the worst trends of the nineties that you guys think are cool. Like you look like you belong on Dawson's Creek, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> if I could talk to him, I would, I would tell him this is a bad look, man. This is a bad look. And I know because I've gone through the same thing. Baggy pants. They're all bringing them back. Girls are wearing bell bottoms again and uh, bootlegs. Yes. yes. It's yep. all coming. It's coming full yeah, circle. we we pretty much have what would you say like twenty year cycles for clothing? Like everything comes back. The fanny packs came back, man. Um, like a few <laughs> years ago, I feel like it didn't really catch on. Um, as far as like it, the way that it used to, but I saw that kind of trend coming back around. It's uh, everything comes back around at some point, and you never think that it's going to. 
you never you never think like you think you think that like we're so far past that that there's no way we're going back to that again but then somehow it becomes trendy to pull up these like fashion trends from from back then i even see that you see those trends in music as well and, and oh and i wonder just, if anyway. con- if like that kid rock style is going to come back too like is that <laughs> is that where we're going are we going to get limp biscuit again where, where is this thing headed arsp there arsp on on youtube said better than trip pants those were the weird, the weird baggy emo pants yeah. with the chains yeah, all over them, chains. dude. <laughs> chains were like, let's take that back. I think that punk rock, like early '90s punk rock, like you had chains, you had those weird necklaces with the the ball, the silver balls mm-hmm. all over them. Like yeah. there was, that's yeah, where it came trunkers. from. I wouldn't say that was emo though. I would say that was probably more goth, like a goth kind of style. Right. And everybody confuses emo and goth now. I feel like removed, but emo. If we're gonna be like legit, what what emo really is, you gotta go back to like those '90s, like Get Up Kids, Saves the Day. You know, take right. even Take Back Sunday. I'll throw in there, mm-hmm. uh, Mineral, yeah. uh, Juliana Sunny, Theory, Juliana Theory, Sunny Day Real um, Estate, yeah. which is having fun now. But yeah, those those is- types, that <laughs> style, that style was was. Uh, that's the original emo and that was like nerdy kind of like more uh i would say more like preppy in a way but then mm-hmm. it, i think when my chemical romance came then that shifted into more what he's talking about more it looked it started looking more goth mm-hmm. and people were like wearing more makeup and and stuff mm-hmm. like that darkening your eyes they they would paint their their nails black remember that yeah oh yeah dude. oh yeah <laughs> Did, did you ever, did you ever, were you, you were kind of probably more on like the preppy side, right? Like growing yeah. up or uh, what was your, did you ever go further down the, I went the, through fashion trends? I was in that, that phase where I had the Jenkos where were the giant, giant leg pants that like, mm-hmm. I can't even get them in frame. That's how big they were. I had I had a couple pairs of those and I would wear like the skate shirts, uh, the world industries and and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Hookups, that kind of stuff, but not the ones with the girls on it because my mom wouldn't let me. But I would wear all those. And then I went uh, because I was uh, for those who don't know, I was in this punk rock band and that was like the image. Right. So when that band broke up, I went back to high school um, because I for other reasons and i went back to high school my last two years and that's when i realized oh i don't even have a pair of jeans anymore like i was wearing dickies Mm. and that kind of stuff so um i i definitely was morphed by the culture then uh i started making my own money so i started getting so i i definitely went more towards that like preppy um emo like early emo nerdy nerdy look because that was the one that kind of associated better with culture, I think. So I didn't want to really stand out with black hair anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, look at, I'm blonde. Really... I can't. Yeah. Black hair. I look like a moron. <laughs> did you ever dye your hair? Goofy color. Dude, I did the frosted tips. I thought you still did that. Oh, you know? oh snap. Nope. Just gray. That's just gray. <laughs> just grays <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> Yeah, man. No, I just remember in my, uh, like, toward the end of high school, I started getting, like, I don't know, man, like, pretty obsessed with 
my my image yeah man. and all of that and i started kind of like you know shopping at like abercrombie and like that was kind of the big thing back <laughs> I then i couldn't afford like, abercrombie like, man bro i couldn't either i could not either but so like hollister was like another one that was not you're quite wearing, as expensive but still you're pretty, wearing the shirt expensive. right now but i'm wearing yeah so this so like this hoodie is probably 20 years, years old, old. <laughs> it's like crazy old that's awesome i, I probably got this I know my my sister actually bought this for me, and I, it was probably college days, honestly. Wow. So yeah, it's just the I'm test looking to see what their style looks like now, because I'd be, a, yeah, I'm, it it definitely is scaled down yeah. more than it was. I mean, remember everything was about logo prints. Uh, although there's they they still have Hollister on the front of their stuff, but a lot of it looks, to be honest with you, a lot of this kind of looks like H and M kind of style yeah. now i'm so. i'm cool with it man like i'm cool with all that kind of stuff I, I eventually kind of for a little while like i went a little bit more like i started you know the jeans got a little bit tighter and i just started rocking like black you know zip ups and so oh, never yeah. really never really you know full-on anything but i remember kind of just the i remember what where we were what story we were at i remember it was when we first got married my wife started getting she wanted to get skinny jeans and i literally told her that they look stupid and not to get them like because she would wear the bootleg back then and now i'm like i know where we were we we're outside we we're in express and she said i want to try these jeans i'm like don't get those jeans nobody that's that's gonna be over so soon nobody's ever gonna wear yeah. those <laughs> i was so wrong yeah. i was yeah. wrong yeah, and I'm glad she did because I mean, looking back now, I'm like, like obviously they look normal now, but at the time they just yeah. look so goofy. Mm-hmm. To I, I don't know if anybody remembers them. Now I'm wearing wearing yeah. them pretty much. Um, but b- being a short guy because I'm pretty short, it feels as if like like all of my jeans like are better fitting now because they're not like dragging on the ground right. like I was, you right. know, when I was younger. Yep. Yeah, I was always walking on my pants <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> Yo, have you tried this right here? Shout out to anybody watching. Is it LaCroix? That. Is that how you pronounce that? It's LaCroix, but this is the best. I have not tried the, it. This is the best one. I'm this is lemon it, man. Lemoncello. And Lemoncello. It's I haven't tried like that a... brand, but I'm not into it. My wife does the um their the brand is Ice. And we I feel like we've had this conversation before on the man. podcast. But, maybe but now, not. now with these, man, these are like I don't think since mm-hmm. we've been these are my new jam. I used to like like it's lemon new. lime because mm-hmm. it had like a sprite kind of feel. But whatever's in this, I don't know. As somebody apparently lemoncello, it's L-I-M-O-N-C-E-L-L-O. But somebody told me that <laughs> that this is <laughs> That this is some kind of like alcoholic drink in Italy or something, or Spain. Oh, really? <laughs> Spain makes more sense. And I don't know if it is. This is obviously not alcoholic, but um, it has like a there's like a vanilla over undertone or overtone afterbirth taste. <laughs> afterbirth. <laughs> Should we talk about that real quick? I don't know. I think it's one of the Let's best. Let's just things. do it. Let's just do it. Hold on. Let's read some oh, uh, yeah. comments. We yeah, got some comments here. These are yeah. Caleb, Caleb Taylor. Says, Shout this out is to great. my boy Caleb for uh, saying this is a great conversation about literally nothing. <laughs> Appreciate that. It's our best one. Uh, and then <laughs> ARSP says, 
Um, I was the first guy in my school in my youth group to buy skinny jeans, and yes. uh, they just started making them for dudes. Oh yeah, because before that you had to girl buy girl pants. jeans. That's yeah. right. So everybody was buying girl pants. That was crazy. And everyone either thought I was really cool or a huge dork. Uh, hey man, you're a trendsetter. I I gotta give it, it to you, trendsetter. I wasn't there. I was too scared. I jumped on the bandwagon later. And when I realized that as yeah. a bigger dude, a shorter, bigger dude, that uh, at least those baggy pants weren't doing me any favors in in the dressing like a normal person uh podcast or whatever so i said i read podcast i was reading his podcast name and i i read podcast i did a joe biden <laughs> don't read the teleprompter what did oh man that guy gives me that guy cracks me up every day he always does something new you know, like Ron Burgundy reading everything on the teleprompter. That's right. <laughs> so they type a question mark. I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Caleb, Caleb said he was born in uh, early 97. So the trip down memory trip lane down was memory amazing. Lane. Well, I awesome. don't know. I, I would love to. Uh, well, okay, 97. So if he was born in 97. So like his, I guarantee his first video game console was a nin- Nintendo Wii. I will guarantee that was in 97, 97. No. Well, he was born in 97. So his first console. Oh, 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 yeah. Yeah. Would what be like 2006. Yeah, you're, right. You're, you're right. You're right. So I'm going to I'm going to guess it was and like he could have had a GameCube, maybe an Xbox, but I'm going to guess it was the Wii. We'll find out if if he's still listening. He Probably just went back to work like a normal person. So. So Denise is <laughs> back to work like a normal person. No, he's probably still there. Uh, what 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 was it, Caleb? Let's let's hear. Denise loves both skinny jeans and bell bottom jeans. So, you know, I feel like that's what it's about, man. You don't have to like conform to one thing. That was a big deal. Like when I was in high school, I I felt like I had to uh, kind of. I feel like everyone, you know, for it, it, not everyone, but a lot of a lot of people to to an extent feel like they've got to conform to something. I feel like that's maybe not as big a thing today as it was when I was in, in like when you and I were growing up, I don't know, mm-hmm. maybe it is. You can actually probably correct me on this. Cause you spend more time with, um, with, uh, youths than the I do, youths. but, but I feel like, you know, there was a, there was a lot of definition to like, we we're talking about like, you know, the, the goth kids, the emo kids, the preppy kids, um, you know, all this kind of stuff. And when I was in particularly in high school, I didn't really fit into any group, um, but I was able to kind of be like on the outskirts of like a lot of a lot of different groups. Mm-hmm. And um, it was it was kind of a kind of a weird kind of a weird thing. Like I didn't have a particular way like, oh, this is this is how I define myself or this is how I fit in or whatever. But it was something that I felt like at the time was almost kind of problematic, mm. if, if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like, man, it's like just do do what you want. Like you don't have to fit into because I feel like music and clothing are yeah. kind of like the two things that really tend to define mm-hmm. where people fit in or like how they interact with other people. Because you kind of tend to gravitate toward people, obviously, who look like you or that like the same things as you. That if kind I of find stuff. somebody who likes the kind of music that I still enjoy. It's like instant friendship. It feels like that now. Like, oh, do you like, and if I say this, like, I kind of start off like, oh, what do you think about like dashboard confessional? You like that kind of stuff? You know, yeah. like I'll kind of like feel them out. 
<laughs> like, have you ever? And then, like, ha, do you like August Burns Red? Or and, you know, a lot of people do, yeah. which is surprising. You don't just start with like, what do you think about terror? Like, yeah, you, yeah. You kind of, you kind of ease your way in. Well, we were totally off with Caleb, man. I was totally off. Caleb's first console, so PS2. PlayStation Two. Yeah, that's I didn't see that coming. But I guess now that I look back on it, that was a pretty, pretty popular console. Uh, that too was really popular. And then um, ARSP says that his his was the Sega Genesis, and he was born in '93. Man, I respect that, man. I respect um, that too. I love the Genesis. I wanted one so bad growing up, and my parents would never get me one. I was like, man. we had the original Nintendo, and it was like that was it at the time. I mean, I, I didn't. I was kind of past the age of Atari. I was born in '86. So I was probably getting consoles when we were, yeah, probably early to mid nineties when we started, you know, playing video games. And so it was the original Nintendo. And it, I mean, that was the thing at the time. And then over the next several years, it was like PlayStation, uh, not PlayStation, but um, it was like the Sega super Genesis Nintendo. and the super Nintendo were kind of on, on the same wavelength, but I went super Nintendo most of my friends had a Sega Genesis, oh, but yeah. Um, yeah, I went, I went Super Nintendo. I want, I had the, we did get the Super Nintendo and I remember, I'll never forget it because my, my father said in order for you to get the Super Nintendo, you have to give away your Nintendo, your original to somebody who doesn't oh. have a, a gaming system. So we gave it to the bunch of homeschoolers and my brother was so devastated because he played Kirby's Adventure. Mm-hmm. Or something like Kirby Land Adventure or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he was like, look at the graphics. They're so good. They're so good. Look at them. And I'm like, dude, Super Nintendo's way better. We're going to get this. And then for years, <laughs> literally, this isn't even a joke. This is like my father torturing me. My dad used to come home from work. He worked at this place called Moog that they do airplane mm-hmm. stuff. And they also have done rides and stuff like the, the um, Amazing Spider-Man ride that came out like 20 years ago. They did that yeah. ride. And... You know, so they're into Moog is pretty big, definitely Air Force or Air Airspace kind of stuff. But he would come home and he's like, guys, found out uh, the Super or the the Nintendo 2000 is coming out. You know, this was like in the 90s. <laughs> yeah. 2000, Nintendo 2000. He's like, yeah, it's coming out. Super secret. Can't tell you about yeah. it. But when it comes out, I'll get you that. So literally, I remember when the GameCube came out, and we're like, is this it? He's like, no, no, it, they're not ready for it. It's too, it's too far ahead of its time. And we're like, oh, okay. So then the Wii, nope, that's not it. And here we are, you know, to this day, my dad still is playing up the the joke that there is a Nintendo 2000 in the works. Like, here we are. He's in, you know, he just turned 70. He's been keeping this joke going for 30 years. Keeps saying that, yeah. Oh yeah, Super Nintendo or the Nintendo 2000s coming out. So we always ask him, "Hey Dad, we're setting Nintendo 2000. Can you get one for our grandkids?" <laughs> yeah, that's like uh, I used to. I used to watch growing up, like even way back uh, when it was Conan, uh, like the the Con- Conan O'Brien on late night when it was late night with Conan O'Brien. Right back, yeah. like the original, like when he had Andy Richter. Like I used to watch it back then on TV. So, like, in yeah. the in in the nineties. It was like no before that. Oh, it was when he was late, it was on NBC, when on, he was on after yeah, yeah. on after Leno. Yeah, Leno, like yep. yeah. And so when it was um, in the nineties, they were they would do this thing, this segment called "In the Year 2000, where they would in the year two thousand. 
yeah so they would do that but it was just hilarious because then in like 2001 and two and three i don't know how long they kept mm -hmm. it going but they would just keep doing it yeah <laughs> like way after the the year 2000 they would just keep doing it like acting like they're looking into the future it was, it was everything funny. had like 2000 was uh you know the the name that you either wanted or you wanted to run away from because remember y2k was a legit scare for a yeah. lot of people i know a guy who built a flipping bunker like because of y2k people were that was like the first one prepping became like a real thing was yeah that y2k man. like like yeah. for real and then covid yeah. happened <laughs> right yeah yeah it was man that was such a crazy thing oh we y got alex alex seidler shows up in the in the chat here he said uh go he giants, said go giants baby shut up seven alex. and two i hate i hate you guys. seven and two yeah. Dude, I and I do. I wasn't paying attention because I well, I wasn't paying attention to like the dates of things. Uh, so I'm stoked because we've got Giants Cowboys on Thanksgiving Day. Yeah, and I'm so pumped. And Bills are playing too, to the man. Cowboys. They brought <laughs> the Bills. Got... <laughs> they brought the Bills again for one of those afternoon games. Yeah, that's so cool, man. It's gonna be a good so, day. Oh yeah, and as much as I'm not really a big Cowboys fan. Um, they played, that was a pretty cool game yesterday with Aaron Rodgers. I really enjoyed that one. So yeah, man, we're jumping all over topics here, but we're kind of going with the crowd. I like it. Well, I, I want to like go back to, so, uh, Caleb mentioned Tony Hawk. Like I was so into Tony Hawk's pro skater. Like I was so into that. Like that mm -hmm. game was like my life. Cause I was, a I was into awesome. skating back then. Um, I was into and... it, but I wasn't good at it. I never got good at it. I would be, I got to where I could land a few tricks. I could do this, like, uh, uh, man, we, we even had a skate park down the street from our house. And wow. I got to the point where I could, like, drop in on the, on like the six footers and stuff like that. There were eight footers that I was just always too terrified to even try. <laughs> um, and I remember, dude, like, I jacked up my hip just trying to learn how to drop in on the six footer. Hmm. Um, and I and just fallen on the same spot like over and over again on the same day, not even realizing it because I'm not looking. I'm wearing, you know, obviously I'm wearing shorts and uh, but not paying attention. And then like get home and I've got this like giant wound that did not heal for a long time. Uh, but anyway, eventually I figured it out. But yeah, I never got like good at that kind of stuff, like the vert stuff. I would just kind of go around and like kind of go up and go back down. Like I never really got where I could do tricks um, so that game like was your outlet. That game was, it was my outlet, outlet bro. For sure, sure. For sure. I would we do did, like we the didn't standing tricks, like the kick flips and the, you know, you could do a kick flip. And I could do um, for some reason, just like a straight kick flip always eluded me. But I could do this thing. I think they called it a varial flip where it it would it was like imagine a kick flip and pop shove it in one so like the board flips and spins oh wow um and i could do that and like Weird. it would I, it was just like maybe the way that i would just position my foot i could never get it to just like the kick flip and the heel flip were always just tricky for me but i would just i do, landed you know, more heel flips things. than i did kick flips i can remember i probably have only done like three of like three kick flips in my life and then like maybe five heel flips but i remember every single mm -hmm. one of them because it was like yeah. i got it and then i could never get it yeah. again i'm like son <laughs> of a gun but what but, but the other thing with tony hawk pro skater is that game like legit y'all 
like that game had the best soundtrack and that's what got me into different bands i'd never heard of like pennywise um yeah. i got in, really big into rancid which brought me back to like operation mm. ivy like they had so many there were so many good like underground artists uh underground i guess you could call them i don't know if that's true back then that's what it felt like that and matt hoffman's pro bmx had a lot of good good tracks on it too i think that's where i heard less than jake for the first time and oh, man do you think uh now i'm trying to remember because there were a couple songs on that on tony hawks that i uh loved and i'm trying to remember i can't remember what which they one were. tony hawk pro one or two the first one yeah, they have you can you can like listen to it on on Spotify. They have the the soundtrack on there. It's pretty sweet. Uh, they had like oh they had oh they had you probably liked uh, it was probably Goldfinger. Would you say Goldfinger was a how 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 does the I don't know some of these I, some of these uh, they kind of elude me because I that first one I mean they had Dead Kennedys Goldfinger. Uh, some I've never heard of suicidal tendencies, Primus mm. or Primus. <laughs> I remember Primus. Yeah. The suicide machines. That was, that oh. was. Yeah. Um, yes. Uh, Superman. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, how did it go though? I can't remember how it went. Uh, Dude, but to the number two is we'll get, we'll get shut down. But number two was a little better. Um, well, no, because number two had like bad religion, uh, public enemy, uh, Melancholin. This is a big deal. Um, Caleb said found out about Jimmy Eats World because of Tony Hawk's Underground 2. Like that's a big. Oh, wow. To get turned on to Jimmy, Jim, Jimmy World like that way. Like that's a pretty big deal. When I, I was trying to figure out when the first time I heard Jimmy Eat World I, it could have been it could he it could have been through that i don't i don't remember but that if you think about that genre it doesn't really fit perfectly with with skating <laughs> right here <laughs> and i think that scares you kickflip like <laughs> drop in i don't know it's weird right yeah. Maybe you know what? Maybe maybe with like that one album that they had, Bleed American, I could see it that. It was more like so, the punk stuff, I guess. That was more. Yeah, dude, I love that album. I might listen to that. Thank you, Caleb. I might listen to Jimmy Eat World on the way home now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I might be in that. Right. But that I'm Matt putting Hoffman, the Giants. I'm putting Go Giants back up on the screen. I'm just gonna let that hang out there for a little the, bit. But keep oh, talking. Well, I'm looking at that Matt Hoffman. That was that Matt Hoffman um, soundtrack. I'm looking that up. That his Pro BMX soundtrack. That sucker, dude. That thing was so good. Uh, yeah, dude. They had all kinds of stuff on it. They had uh, Face to Face, Pennywise, uh, Bad Brains. Yeah, like just oh yeah, some really. What was good that stuff. one on on Tony Hawk? It was like Jerry was a race car driver. 22 oh, years that's, uh, that's primus that's primus okay yeah they, 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 <laughs> that's I'm, one that's I, like always in my head i'm pretty sure that that's that's the one but it's funny that game that game was so huge and it tapped into that little subculture that you never thought mm -hmm. would 
it's just amazing to me that the influence that that game had, you know, you can talk about Madden and all those and they were great, but Tony Hawk, man, I, I got it. As you said, it was an outlet for, 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 you know, yeah. Well, because you got to remember, remember like skate videos were huge, super big. I just actually literally found an old VHS tape that my old youth pastor gave me. And he was like, hey, you think you can put this online? And it was like a old show of like my first band that I was in. Wow. I was like this little 14 year old kid playing guitar and we were playing like Ramones and the Huntington's and stuff like that. MXPX. Wow. And I was going back. But after that video, guess what was on it? G-Rock. Did you ever get some G-Rock? <laughs> Do you know what G-Rock is? Oh, my gosh. Okay. So G-Rock was on the total, what is it, Christian Broadcasting Network? What is that? TBN? But it was on at well, midnight. TBN is Trinity. Trinity Broadcast Network. Sorry. So that was on midnights only on Saturday nights at midnight, so Sunday morning. And I would stay up late because they would show skate videos with different bands. That's where mm-hmm. I discovered Squad Five O. Um, Supertones were on it all the time. Like so, th- exactly that stupid grits video. They all fall down was on like every week. <laughs> we but, all fall down. We all that's fall right. Down. We lay it down flat. Anyway, they had them all. <laughs> so like I look back, and it wasn't like CCM stuff. That was probably as mm-hmm. most CCM as it got. But most of the stuff they had was like. Uh, Squad 5-0 or uh, Tasty Snacks, you know, a bunch of Betty Rocket records and Screaming Giant records. Like, wow, um, yeah, that's where uh, Officer Negative, like that, that mm-hmm. kind of raw punk rock uh, stuff mm-hmm. that they had. And I look back and I so I ended up digitizing some of it so I could throw it up on YouTube uh, because there's <laughs> there's no copyright stuff or any of that anymore. <laughs> um, and I won't monetize it. I'll just throw it up there for for fun. But that that show was huge. And if you the reason why I bring it up is because think about skate Mm -hmm. videos, right? So skate videos, you got used to watching somebody else do them. And then on like especially where Mm -hmm. I live, where it's hard to find places to skate as a kid because there was nothing around here. We didn't have stairs or anything. You know, if you found a if you found a blacktop driveway, that was good enough. So it's just interesting to me that they that like that that kind of tapped into that because now you could play it on your television and it looked mm. like a skate video but you were doing the tricks and it was challenging like that game was challenging yeah. like i tried to play it again and i'm terrible i'm terrible yeah. it's the same thing man it's like with with real skateboarding and i think it works on the in the video game version of it as well all right yes give me my baby Give me my baby. Real loud talk. Miss Sophia. Mm-hmm. And she immediately goes to eat my switch string. Yeah, I love yeah. it. She, it's her favorite thing. And she'll, yeah. Anyway, uh, but yeah, man, she's almost, she's about to be seven months and it's so much fun. It's such a fun, such a fun wow. season. Look at that hair. Holy cow. <laughs> she's like got a lot of hair. Yeah. She had this like big bald spot in the back until mm. like pretty recently. Um, and mm. it's finally like getting filled in. Oh, but... like from sitting in the crib and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, check this out. So uh, ARSP is my buddy, Matt. 
I, I found that out. And uh, he says Grits was great. I Dude, I was into Grits, honestly, back then, back in the day. I don't um, think I know any and other grits songs. And uh, cross movement. Did you cross. were you did you know cross movement at all? Yeah, and uh, T Bone. T Bone. Yep. And come ride with. <laughs> I don't know any of the songs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a gospel gangster. Gospel, gospel hip hop. Yep. Um. Man, there's so many just lyrics going through my head right now. Um, what are the rules for copyright? Are you allowed to sing lyrics? I know you can't just play songs, but can you sing? I think lyrics? you can play songs. I don't think. I think you can. I, I think th you I can only think you do can. like a portion, though. I think. Like, yeah, like I think if you do less than, is it 30 seconds or 10 seconds? I, I, I don't know. I, know what it is, so I just stay away from it. Yeah. Um, I think, well, are you monetizing? No. Then it doesn't no. matter. No. <laughs> It doesn't matter. <laughs> no, there's no money being made, John. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is uh, a really good time but, to bring this up, though. Yeah. About making I, money I on podcasts. I feel like I was about to say something, though. Oh, yeah. Well, let's do that. Let's do that. Let's go there. I just wanted to say that there's because I feel like this might be my one motivational moment of this whole of oh. this whole thing is that um, there's something about I feel like with skateboarding um, and, and, it, and I think it, it plays even into the video game where it's that kind of a game where you have to keep doing the same thing over and over and over and over again until you finally get it right. There's something about like when you're learning how to skate or you're learning how to do something of that nature where you're just doing something repetitively like over and over again. Cause it's, I mean like to try to land that like kickflip or heel flip or whatever it is, like how many hundreds, maybe thousands of times do you have to do it? And so, and when you're learning a new trick, it's just like over and over again and, and just sticking with it. When I got into snowboarding, it was, you know, the same kind of thing, but not quite the, the, not quite as repetitive because with a skateboard, you're still standing there. And so you just flip the board back over get back on it and do it again. And then again, and you can spend hours doing that and like literally test something out three or 400 times in an afternoon and like, then just barely, you barely land it. Like you get it where you're like uh, almost falling over, but you just hold your balance enough where you like, I, I stuck that, like I stuck that landing. It didn't look pretty, but the first time you stick one of those tricks, it's just, um, th there's just something about that, about that, you know, stick to of, of like doing something. I'm trying to, honestly, I'm trying to get my, uh, my son into skateboarding now. Like every time <laughs> we were just, we were just at target the other day and I was like, I was like, Hey man, you want to skateboard for Christmas? And he's like, no, <laughs> Wow! I'm like, come on. Like I'm trying to, I'm trying to get him to get into it because I feel like, and there's other, obviously other many ways to do this. Skateboarding was one that I reflect on because it, I lived it. Um, but you know, there's something about just being able to stick with something that mm -hmm. I think really, it kind of helps your psyche. Well, they um, do that. It's just called Fortnite. But is it the same thing? Maybe it is. I've never, I haven't played Fortnite, but it's I just wonder. freaking like, hard, dude. It's, it's not it, like it a is. typical shooter, like first person shooter game. It is really hard. Like the stuff. I mean, so like, like the... I'll play Call of Duty mm -hmm. and I play that. And so you're getting, it is the thing where you have to keep playing to get better at it. I just wonder if it's the same, if it's. It, I guess it is flex. Is it flexing doing that same repetition muscle? thing? I don't know. There's kids though that I knew that could like they tried three times they could do a kickflip, and I'm like, I hate you. Oh, okay, I hate everything yeah. about you. So those kids turned out to do really well. Um, 
Yeah. But I, it was always me that, I don't know, I just had too many different, I had too many different hobbies, right? Mm-hmm. I grew up like hunting, uh, fishing, but skateboard, right? And then playing football. And then uh, I was like, you know, I, I just, I could never really make up my mind of what I, what, and still to this day, I sometimes I wonder like, what really, I mean, I'm not going to pick up a skateboard again. That's the last thing I'm going to do. My knee would give out in seconds. But every opportunity I have, I get on a skateboard and right. it never goes well. It doesn't, it doesn't go well. <laughs> it just, you feel old. As soon as you hop on yeah. it, you're like, this is, I would mm-hmm. do a longboard. I would do that. <clears throat> but then I see the videos online. Like there's a couple like, um, like uh, America's Got No Talent. And that's like people on Instagram just eating it all the time and getting hurt. I love those, Mm. but I don't want to be that guy. So I'm just not going to, I'm not going to like when you see the guys get the speed wobble when they're going down and you know, like, I don't want to do that. There's nothing that like, I like the idea of the longboard. Like I like the idea, but you get me on it. It's terrible. Same with surfing. I tried that. That sucks. I don't like it. And there's the added danger that there's a freaking shark under me. And I don't want this. <laughs> there's probably not a shark. Well, depending on where you were. Myrtle Beach. They come. They're there. Oh, no way. Mm-mm. Didn't like it. I was I had this like you literally look like a freaking seal. That's what you look like with the, the way the board is. And you're mo- you look like that. So I'm looking like the thing yeah. they eat. I ain't doing that. I'm done. I'm. St- I still am a big fan of just like bodyboarding. I've never or boogie boarding, whatever they call it. I've yeah. never surfed. Um, I've never surfed in my life, but uh, I'll still do. It's I'll hard. still do like the bodyboarding thing. Um, re- recently we did a um, one of those like flow ride things at like a water park mm-hmm. where it's just like the constant stream of water, mm-hmm. and like I went up to the top and and like jumped, you know, jumped mm-hmm. in on it. And uh, that was fun. That sounds fun. Where did like, you do that? And even that as like, you know, uh, it was um, we were in. Well, we were in Dallas and it was they actually had an indoor water park Sweet. that we went to, which was pretty. Was that extra was or was that like, did you have to pay extra to it, do that? No, no. Sweet. No, it was. there. Yeah, it was. But the lines was nice. ridiculously long and you just. You, yeah. The line on that, it, it wasn't real long, honestly, but it was it takes a while. So even mm. I think maybe I had to wait for. 10 people Mm. uh but each person takes probably three minutes i'll tell you this though if you ever do like work up the courage and like or if you ever have the opportunity where you can do like snow uh like where you not snowboarding um surfing Surfing. do the longboard they're going to give you shortboard or a longboard do the longboard so much easier like that right like yeah like when if when you're just starting out those those shorter ones are more for like uh people who are good pros and people that are like doing freestyle kind of stuff and yeah i could never do it yeah i would definitely try it i'm not i'm not opposed to trying it i just never have because i've never had a surfboard or even been to a beach with somebody who had a surfboard (laughs) like it's never come up i would have tried it in a second i just is there no surfing on like is there no kind of surfing on the coast of where i am oh uh, no in jersey we did for sure um uh, me and my me and uh me and my buddy dan we would always go um and and bodyboard um as often as we could we'd go we'd go when there were like hurricanes out you know not obviously not happening in the moment but like we'd go 
you know, we'd, we were into a man, we'd check the swell report and, and we'd see, and we'd, wow. we'd go out and we'd do it. Um, there were a few spots in Jersey that, uh, you'd get, um, there's a point, point pleasant is a spot in New Jersey where they've got this jetty that's designed in a certain kind of way that, um, it just, it, it, whatever it does, I don't know the physics of it, but it creates an effect for good. Uh, now I don't remember if it was left-handers or right-handers, but you get some good, um, some good, uh, curl, curl barrel action, um, wow. from the, from the waves. And so not they all the time, they but created that specifically for that. It's purpose? because of the position of the jetty and the way the waves come in. Yeah. Yeah. I, wow. I think, I think, I mean, it was a popular spot, um, for, for kids that would surf and stuff, but I just always did bodyboarding. I don't know if they created it for that or if that was just the anytime anytime i hear bodyboarding though i think of either like a 12 year old boy or i think of like a middle-aged man with one of those like shirts on so that he doesn't have so he can go swimming but nobody has to see his stomach you triggered me just now (laughs) (laughs) i'm not talking about like body surfing where it's just your bot like just you Right. And the wave comes and you just put your hands out and the wave carries you. I mean, you have a board. I just don't like calling it a boogie board because to me, that makes it sound like I'm seven. <laughs> How about those little skimmer ones? You ever see the kids on the beach do those? Yeah, those are fun, too. I never really got into it, but I've, looks scary. I've, I've tried it a few times. The, looks like uh, a good way to break yeah. your ankle. That's what it looks like. Yeah, I, I mean, it's know. fun. to. I mean, even like there's kids that do that and they're they're just crazy good with it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's fun, but so we got an announcement to make. Let's announce it, bro, and then that way we're. This is gonna be the greatest announcement that you've ever seen. The greatest, <laughs> the greatest announcement podcast I've ever had. Wonderful. <laughs> you, <laughs> to, to me, that it kind of it started out Trump and then convert turned into the Godfather. <laughs> <laughs> He's always doing stuff with his hands. I don't know. It's always that that thing. So, Duke and I have uh been toying around with an idea to start a podcast <laughs> that is that is specifically designed for those of you who love the office and people who are christians mm-hmm. go ahead <laughs> me <laughs> well so this is this is literally we haven't even really talked to we've we had a text message conversation that's all that's all we've had uh, back and forth throwing out ideas and so we haven't even uh talked in in person about this yet so uh this is pretty cool but it was funny because i texted you and i said um would you we've talked about office related stuff before but we never talked about you know anything official as far as doing a a podcast or whatever but um I texted you and I think I just said, um, hey, would you be would you be down for doing a podcast where we talk about the office and maybe a little Bible (laughs) or something (laughs) like that? And you immediately responded. Yes. And I was like, come on. That's awesome. So I'm into it. We're playing around with some titles. The one I like so far is somehow I pastor. Mm -hmm. Um, And that comes from Michael's book that he wants to write called Somehow I Manage. Uh, which would have yep. a picture of them going. Yeah. Uh, so it's a little bit of a deep cut. So I feel like fans of the office would get it, you know, yep. Uh, yep. like if you're a fan of the office, I think you'd, you would, you'd understand it, but then it also gives a nod for sure to the fact that we are pastors. And so it kind of, the Christian theme is built into the title there. So I feel like 
the the more you mentioned that and there were a couple other ones that you mentioned too that i liked but i feel like that one kind of grew on me over time so i feel like that's i don't our, remember our if i had any others i don't Patent remember pending. what they were trade tm i don't know how you do that <laughs> <laughs> it's incalculable yeah another deep track for you any yeah. any <laughs> listeners so if you have any if you do if you're if you're listening to this and you have any ideas for us for episodes that you would like to to have covered we will we will do our best to to try to do them i i, I think one of the one of the things i'd love to talk about we could do it a little bit is uh the office addictions and uh talk about the morality in the office and some of the addictions mm. that some of the characters have which is a little little saddening in some ways you got kevin obviously he's uh he's into gambling and has money issues mm-hmm. and true. a food habit because he just pot he just eats all those m&ms and uh you know you got meredith that's the easy low-hanging fruit there you know yeah for sure but you could uh you know is you could go deeper as jim jim later seasons is he addicted to to athlete you know is there something <laughs> going on there is he trying to run away from his family what's going on yeah <clears throat> Michael is for sure addicted to Packer. <laughs> I don't even I feel you know, yeah, to tread lightly around the Packer episodes. Michael is addicted pretty, to women, right? Yeah. Michael's addicted to, to I, I feel like he I was gonna say he's addicted to like praise, you know, he's addicted yeah. to to that that thing of he needs to be liked. He do I have to, to be liked? <laughs> I don't have to be liked. I wanna be liked. I wanna be I liked. liked <laughs> but it's not like this obsession this need like my need to be praised <laughs> so good <laughs> oh it's so good but i honestly so many... can't wait i can't wait man oh yeah so denise denise said people pleaser for sure sometimes uh, sometimes he's a people pleaser um but other times mm-hmm. he's not like mint chocolate chat mint chocolate like <laughs> Like no, you we can't do that. He's she's allergic or whatever. Make chocolate chip. Well, he can't stand he, you know he doesn't he doesn't like delivering bad news, right? He always tries to pawn that off on somebody else or yeah. somehow get out of that because he. <laughs> so Matt says, "I wish I knew anything about the office." <laughs> well, you're in luck. Now you now you gotta start listening. <laughs> you gotta watch it. You need to subscribe. And yeah, we're going, going to, to uh, Peacock going to is going to start giving us some uh, like if we just if we literally just got him into the office from this conversation, I deserve a check, right? Yeah, Pe- Peacock, yeah. hook me up. Do you have now, Peacock? Is that how you watch the office, or how do you consume yeah, the office these Because it was nice when it was on Netflix, obviously, and then for a while, Peacock had it for free, I think. Uh, or I think maybe the first five seasons were free, but then I think they even took that away. And so I actually pay for Peacock now because I pay for of the it office. I but found I got a, promo a deal code. where I only I I I got a dollar ninety nine for yeah, the first too. year, baby. Me too. I think they knew what we it's were like. Basically, doing. the Office and Parks and Rec are yeah. two shows that I love. And I've been trying to get into uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine, which is on there. Oh, I love it. Also, love it so uh, Arrested Development is on is on there too and that's a great show i love arrested development yeah i've only seen a handful of episodes oh really it didn't and i thought it was funny but i I don't know for whatever reason it didn't didn't grab me the same way but it was a long time ago so my one of my favorite shows i can see of all time so um yeah 
but yeah, so I don't know. We don't know yet when we're when we're going to kick this off. Uh, I think it's going to be soon, but we've got some details to work out as far as you know where we're going to host it and all like those kind of things. But is that like a P? What is that? PB and J? No, this is turkey. Oh, sweet. Yeah. You just had that the whole time. You had it sitting there the whole time. I ate half of it quickly before I got on with you. Oh. Now I'm eating the other half. You know, got to take off the bread, watch those carbs. Um, just kidding. Yeah. So like, yeah, I, and I do, I do have some ideas, man, because I was kind of thinking along the same lines, like not wanting to do because there's other podcasts that go through like, like let's break apart season two episode five and like you know they they kind of go through like a episode breakdown i I don't know where you that's not where my mind is my mind is more so like like a topic around the the office and then um you know hopefully that leads us into you know maybe like some spiritual discussion where we could encourage some people as well or something like that but um but yeah so i'm I'm interested to like one of the things i was thinking about was talking about uh uh and i don't want to know the answer right now but like your favorite like office song so like you know there's all these songs through the years that have been you know it created for different reasons things on the show and uh you know we can go through some of those and just different things like that it's kind of like where my mind is on this to you know have have a topic i want to look at man one of the craziest things about that show is the downfall of kevin (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like the first couple seasons he's just kind of a normal guy he's low-key mm-hmm. and then he just falls apart man he becomes like this stupid like caricature yeah it's so crazy how that happened do you, but, do you know why i said caricature yes because of the don't be a caricature kevin <laughs> but he gives him a picture of him as a caricature yeah it's awesome <laughs> How did it feel when I ripped that <laughs> just now? <laughs> Better? <laughs> yeah. So anyway, it's going to be fun. Um, hope you guys are into that. We'll let you know when that's when that's coming out. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go now. <laughs> are, we, are we done now? I, think I don't think done. we... This is the first podcast I've done where I haven't... I don't think we went... We talked about anything spiritual. Is that okay? Are you are you okay with that? Everything's spiritual. Well, yeah, you know, but you know what I mean. <laughs> I don't know. We got way more feedback than we ever get. So <laughs> that's true. We had more going out of the. Comments. We might be something here. That's why I think I think when I posted this, I think I just said like we're just hanging out or something like that. That was kind of my my feeling. I didn't feel like we were gonna. Well, we right. did. We did have something in mind that we were maybe gonna talk discuss, but we'll, we'll do that some other time. We're good. Um, yeah, man. So yeah, we're coming up on about an hour and a half. So sweet. <laughs> you got to run. It's easy. Yeah, I do. But it was great talking to you and yeah, you too, great bro. getting to know your friend, your friend there. And, and, um, yeah, that's cool. A little trip down memory lane here. Little trip down memory lane. We covered video games. We covered. What... In fact, yeah, that should be the title of today's episode trip down memory lane mm-hmm. i like it i like it or Ooh. baggy jeans and bowl cuts <laughs> baggy jeans and bowl cuts <laughs> bad decisions <laughs> and sandwiches
Yeah, and sandwiches. Turkey sandwich. Was it turkey? Turkey sandwich? Mm-hmm. Did it, like did it have lettuce on it? Did it have no. lettuce on it? Mm-mm. Oh, it wasn't fancy? No. Do you do that? It depends, man. If I'm, I don't, if I'm trying to be quick, but if, uh, sometimes if I, you know, really just want to treat myself, treat yourself. If I really want to treat myself, I will, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll cut up some tomatoes and some lettuce and do it up nice. That's a treat for you, huh? Well, you know. No, I don't know. In fact, I don't know. Like, okay, I get can't a relate sub. To this. If I get a sub, I feel like I if I go and get a sub or a hoagie Someone or whatever, else is torpedo, somebody else is making it. It's fine. I'll eat it. Like, but if I'm making my own sandwich, like, okay, day after Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. you're making one of those wonderful turkey sandwiches and gobs of mayonnaise on it. You are not putting lettuce on that thing. It's gonna ruin it. It's gonna no, ruin I'm not it. putting. I'm not putting lettuce on like a fresh turkey sandwich. I'm just talking about like cold cuts. Yeah. But here's but the why? thing. Some, why? Because we have to sometimes, do that? Look, hear me out. Hear to me make out. us sometimes, feel better. That's what it sometimes is. I'll do it for dinner. Like sometimes I'll go and I'll get like nice rolls from the store, and I'll you know get the cold cuts and whatever, and I'll get some avocado. And uh, I'll I'll make sandwiches and like fries or something for like, you know, for all of us. And then, you know, that's how you cook. I, huh? I like that, man. I like like turkey with um like some like, you know, fresh guacamole or something like that. It, do you, I'm, I'm is that, that how you cook in the household? Like, Denise no, is like, I man, mean, I just need I some help. Cook. And you're like, oh, make sandwiches. No, I cook. I cook for real, bro. I you for real. Yeah. Yeah. I cook. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, Duke's I do. Kitchen. Quite a bit. Quite a bit. I make chicken marsala every wow. once in a while. I make, uh, you know, different kinds of pasta and <laughs> all the things you saw different, different, different at the Olive Garden. <laughs> I was at the Olive Garden. I saw I him making it. Bro, I make the Olive Garden soup. There's this potato soup. Oh, and, and Matt is uh, we used to work together at the Olive Garden. Um, nice. The There's this uh, Olive Garden soup with like it's like a potato and sausage soup. And it's awesome. And I make it, bro. And if I had to compare the two, I would say that mine is better. But I make it like every, you know, maybe, maybe three or four times a year, I'll make it and I'll make a, you know, a, a good mm-hmm. amount of it. And uh, yeah, but I can actually cook. I don't I can actually cook. I really can. I can't. I can run the air fryer. I'm pretty good at that. I air can... fryers are legit, man. Air fryers are. Do you crock pot? Do you guys crock pot? Yeah, we do. We do. I don't know why we don't do it as much because I know every time we do, my wife is always like, I'm so glad I did that. But I think it's because the mornings are kind of chaotic and that's usually when she's she's getting things ready. Um, yeah, I, I I do. I mean, I grill, but most guys kind of need to know how to grill. But like the other day, Jess was gone and I don't know what she was doing the one night, but I was like in charge of like getting the kids dinner. Uh-huh. And I looked around and I'm like, okay, what can I make? And I started asking the kids and I just ordered pizza. I was like, what am I doing? Just make it simple. And of course, the little one was like, I want a pizza. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. Turds. Bunch oh, so of turds. my wife was saying, yeah. Yeah. So, well, it actually wasn't for her birthday, but because it, it was the day before. So I was thinking about her birthday. I was thinking about her. She said she wanted some sweet potatoes. So I went and I got some sweet potatoes and then made some chicken to go with it. Had some green beans. 
Um, like green beans. And then, yeah, and then we went to, we actually went to the Olive Garden <laughs> for her birthday. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> we hadn't been there, we hadn't been there in a long time. But yeah, no, oh, so the next funny. day we would, we went and ate at the Olive Garden. Bro, and we'll, 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 we'll end this, but it's crazy the, the price of things. <laughs> Oh, dude, it's like, insane. people that go out to eat uh, like regular <laughs> i'm just like how are all these people here right now like how mm -hmm. are all these people here right now like how are all these restaurants full like every night i don't i don't get how people are doing this because the i don't think we way felt prices it have increased yeah is like everywhere just everywhere across the board you know it feels like to me to everything it's crazy i think it's because most people i think they're assuming or hoping that it's just temporary so that they'll they'll do things like you're talking about and go out to eat probably more than they should. But it probably isn't the best thing in the long run. But I guess if you're at your what those restaurants are full of are optimistic people. The pessimistic people are sitting in their house eating ramen. You know what I mean? OK. All right. So you got some optimistic people that are sitting there or they just make so much money that they don't care. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I know there's people out there making good enough money where it doesn't matter, but I don't know. Just I seems... think we're going to see that change, though. It feels like things are going to start going in a direction that I'm sorry to be the doom and gloomer. I'm normally not, to be honest. I'm normally like a positive person, but just looking at interest rates and that usually can tell you the way things are going to go in the future. And it's it's a little scary to me, to be honest. Yeah, I'm not going to build a bunker and you know for y2k but hey uh, like <laughs> it you does make you think you just need a good friend who's going to build the bunker yeah exactly you know just well i just got my truck fixed and it was two thousand dollars to get my truck fixed Whoa. and it was crazy it was um axle bearings opinion and all you know muffler and like everything and so 2011 it just started falling apart this last year and i started adding up okay if i go buy a new truck it's like $40,000 for something that's used. I'm like, man, my interest rate with the, like, it's going to be so high. It's going to yeah. be like a six, $700 payment. Nah. Cause I, that's, what is that? That's, I do two and a half of, or three and a half of those. And I, my truck's paid off. So a little lesson to everybody, <laughs> just fix your freaking vehicle and drive it and don't go into debt. <laughs> don't say I never taught you anything either. Yeah. Don't say I never taught you anything. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> thank you for the financial thank podcast. The, thank you for the wisdom, Josh Whippy. And invest in index funds. Okay. That's it. Right now is a great time to invest in index funds. Uh <laughs> buy low and sell high. Yeah. <laughs> that's my and, and don't do what I did and advice. buy buy high and sell low like yeah, don't do that. I did that yeah, with uh, that. Doge. I've I'm sitting that. on a lot of money of Doge right now. Oh yeah, <laughs> or a lot of Doge it means I've nothing. done that. I've done that with some stuff. Um, it was, wasn't but, a lot of money. Know, it was like hundred bucks. Yeah, and my hundred bucks yeah. is now worth my hundred dollars is now worth like twenty two. Yeah, and yeah, it I went up because it was down Sometimes. to like thirteen cents. But then when Elon got Twitter, it jumped. And right. then at one point it was, it was sound pretty, I think they were, they were hitting like 15 cents again, but remember they were up at like 75 cents. That, that yep. was crazy. Anyway, I got to go. Yep. Love you, well, man. Rock and roll. Um, y'all. Rock and roll. Catch you on the flippity flop. Um, <laughs>
We could call the podcast the flippity flop. The flippity flop. <laughs> I like that too. The flippity flop. Yeah. Um, like the Electric City podcast. Mm. Uh, I was just I was thinking of different names, but I, I like I think I I think uh, I think the one we mentioned is the front runner. All right. Well, Jesus loves you all so much. Oh yeah. Um, that's my spiritual moment for the day. Let's pray. Jesus it out. loves you. <laughs> That lady's going to show up on LinkedIn that was so mad at me for goofing around. It was like her first podcast. I was trying to be <laughs> oh legit and trying to be like a good yeah. pastor. I was trying to be professional for his thing. And this lady said that I was too much of a goofball. So God bless you, lady, wherever you are. Hey, we love you. We love yeah. you. Jesus <laughs> loves she you. She tunes in and listens to this and she's like, this thing went exactly the way I thought it would go downhill yeah exactly yeah as far as well all things considered this was probably our most downhill episode but it was a lot of fun it was fun i enjoyed it all right bye everybody see you next time